Welcome back to CHS Field here in St. Paul, Minnesota. It's Jeff M. back with you. Sounds on deck presented by Pepsi and tonight game two for the Sounds against the Saints. Joined by left-handed reliever Bennett Souza. And Bennett, you know the way bullpens go, there can always be movement. And you're one of several newer guys on this team over the last few weeks. You look good yesterday with the wind howling out. You come in and you, you worked a one, two, three with a couple of left-on-left -left strikeouts. So I would imagine you feel pretty good about your outing yesterday. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, my job as a lefty, obviously, is to get lefties out. So when you do that, it makes you feel like you did your job. I know that's where it starts for any lefty reliever. But I also remember when the three batter minimum came out a few years ago, lefties like you said, hey, we want to be able to prove we can get the righties out too, though. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, in my in my, my career so far, like I, I've been pretty good at getting righties out as well, which has, you know, been good for me. But it's still it's still important as a lefty reliever. Yeah. You got to be able to get the lefties out, mm -hmm. even with the three batter minimum. Do you approach either side of the plate differently in terms of what pitches you're trying to set up or how you're trying to get them out? Uh, not really. I mean, I'm like yesterday. I throw a lot of my slider a lot, so uh, I like that pitch and it plays pretty well to lefties and righties. Um, I'm actually working on a new two seamer uh, when I got over here to kind of help me out with lefties even more to keep them from leaning over the plate. So. I'm hoping to mix that in more yeah. uh, as the season goes on and uh, hopefully have success with that to, to even get another edge against lefties. That's great. And holding holding that thought for a second, let's go back to when you are acquired by Milwaukee. It's mm -hmm. just wild how things turn out. Louisville's in Nashville opening weekend. Yep. You get designated for assignment. There's, the, of course, the disappointment of that. But mm -hmm. then you to, you're told you're acquired by the Brewers. Your thoughts were what? I was very excited. I mean, last year, uh, you know, I was with the White Sox and, and Charlotte coming to Nashville. This is always, Nashville is always a trip that guys look forward to. Uh, so when you can play there and it's your home field, you're obviously very excited to be there. And plus it's, you know, it, they have a great crowd there all the time, which is always fun playing, you know, for. Um, it's an exciting place to play. You mentioned the two-seamer you're working on. I, that was going to be one of my questions. If there was any part of your game in particular yeah. that, that you're hoping Milwaukee can help you yeah. improve or unlock. Yeah, I mean, when I came over here, obviously the Brewers had really good things to say about me. They liked me a lot. And they were like, hey, we think you can add a two-seamer into your repertoire to even further your success. And, and you know, last year in the big leagues, I did have a little bit of success, and then it kind of went away, and I felt like maybe – you know, guys were, you know, figuring me out a little bit the second time around seeing them and uh, ha having this pitch might mm -hmm. might change things next time if I have the opportunity to p pitch up there again. Yeah, describe what that's like as a player where, you know, you're human like anybody else. You have a part of your brain that's like, well, I've gotten this far with this. Right. But then you're also, I would think most of you guys are always open to suggestions, right? Absolutely. I mean, I, so I'm from Florida and working out uh, down in Florida. You know, guys like Max Scherzer and Verlander and, and Brad Hand and, and these elite MLB guys are working out there. And you watch them prepare for seasons, and they're always changing things, always learning new things. So what is it to me to say that, sure. you know, I my stuff is good enough to never have to adapt and change? I mean, those are some of the best guys in the league, and, and they're constantly doing it. So it, it kind of opened my eyes like, hey, you know, you need to, you need to learn new things and adapt mm -hmm. if you want to have success up there. What I think is cool about that, too, is that it can be the smallest thing that mm -hmm. could have the greatest difference. You just don't know until you try it. Absolutely. And that's kind of what Jeremy and I have been working on. I mean, I've thrown some really good two-seamers, and they've been like, wow, this is like this is this could be an elite pitch. It's now just finding the consistency of it and doing it repeatedly and having the confidence to throw it out there. Yeah. 
I know you're viewed as a guy who can be durable and be out there a lot as yeah. a lefty. Describe the, you, know, you have the layoff in between the DFA and making your sounds debut yeah. and then the brief stint with the blister issue. I'm sure you feel like, all right, oh. anything that can get out of my way, get out of my way, I want to go pitch. April, April, the month <laughs> of April was, was tough for me, obviously, because one, I've never been on the aisle in my entire career. Two, the, the blister, you know, that you can't control that. That yeah. just happens. Uh, and then with the DFA stuff, you know, I felt like I didn't even pitch in April. Mm -hmm. um, so, like, I'm very excited for now, May 1, to start basically the rest of the season um, and just be a guy that they can trust and count upon. 25 outings last year with the White Sox in the big leagues. What were some of the biggest takeaways for you that now in your mind you're like, all right, when I get that next chance, this will happen? Yeah, I think it's, it's all mental up there. Uh, as a reliever, you have to be prepared to pitch every single day. And I don't think guys – truly know that until they get up there because in the minor leagues you pitch one day and you're pretty confident you're going to have the next day off and that doesn't happen in the big leagues you have to mentally prepare yourself every day to get to the, that you're going to pitch um and that's a tough adjustment even yeah. though it doesn't sound like it's tough it is it's tough and uh i'm hoping that the next time i'm up there that it's definitely i'll be more prepared and every, everything's not going to be new either mm -hmm. you know when everything's new you're excited and you're you're pitching off of emotions instead of just competing yeah I'm glad you brought up the first part of that. I, I would imagine most fans in the stands don't realize that bullpens are managed at AAA in the big leagues extremely differently. Right, right, extremely differently. I mean, down here, I mean, the sounds do a really good job of we're trying to win. And that's not a – you don't find that a lot in the minor leagues. So we we do the bullpen kind of a little – as close as you can to the big leagues, but in the big leagues you're, you want to win every game. Yeah. So that is it, mat it doesn't matter who pitched the day before, we're trying to win. Um, so you got to be ready for that. Yeah. Good stuff, man. Thanks a lot. Keep it going. Yeah, no problem. Thank All you. Right. Left-hander Bennett Souza. This has been Sounds on Deck presented by Pepsi. Stay tuned. The lineups and first pitch are coming up next.